album even. I'll give yeah. you that. Yield is the best Pearl Jam oh, album in my book. Nice work. Yeah. Not mine, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hate it, but. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome to the Thin Red Vine. This is Mark. This is Dave. We're back side by side. The Wendy's baked potato with chives. Mmm. Past lives. <laughs> <laughs> This will be this will be um, episode two in Dave's drive-through stories uh, saga. Oh yeah, I didn't get the story. Yeah, well we can we can debrief. We just ate these potatoes, which baked is, potatoes with chives specifically just, from Wendy's. It's good. It's good that I have a small, not very interesting story because we ate a baked potato. There's really nothing, <laughs> there's not much to talk. You can imagine it. It's not a, not a lot to debrief about. No, but. Uh, it's it's um frigid outside. I don't know if our listeners know. At the time of this recording, we're in the middle of a multiple snow day, you know, uh snowstorm just kind of hanging zero over our type heads, weather out there. You know, layer of snow and ice on the ground week. This has been a this has been quite a wintry our most wintry week yeah. of the year. So Great far. time to watch some winter movies. Great time to watch some winter <laughs> movies. Revisit that episode. Um so I was tasked with Getting us some Wendy's baked potatoes with sour cream and chives, which is not like our variation on the baked potato. That is how it's offered at Wendy's. They have for a long time. It's now. the only fast food chain with baked potatoes um, on the on the menus that I'm aware of. Same with chives, the potato we needed. <laughs> it's crucial to the rhyme: potato with chives, past lives. That <laughs> very crucial. That it was the potato with chives. So. Um, I had never ordered a baked potato from Wendy's before. Oh, so that's that might so be. So this news is your first you. timer. I've I've gotten chili. I'm a big chili at Wendy's guy. Sure, but I I've never gone for the you know a fast food potato seems like an oxymoron to me. Like I'm like why am I? That's like sit down dinner food. I want, right, if yeah. I'm gonna eat potatoes from a window. <laughs> right. I want it to be a French fry. <laughs> so, but but chili, but you're chili, fine. Chili, I'm with. okay with chili. I, I guess I did a chili guy. Anyway. <laughs> It's frigid outside. I pulled up to the Wendy's. It was about 6.30-ish. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? This could get complicated. I kind of want to confirm, you know, be, and this was like me ordering hotcakes several episodes ago. Like, if I've never ordered it before, it's I'm I'm suspicious that it even exists. Right. So I was you like, get a little panicky? let me go inside. Yeah, oh, you me, went inside. Let me go inside and let me talk to, let me just like so see you it. Brave let me, the let me take a chill. second to see it. Because when you're in the drive suit, sometimes you can't, you can't really have time to... To look over the menu, uh, I wanted to make sure I made visual contact with baked potato on the sign. I love that you I took this it. much care. And so I pulled up. There were several cars in the parking lot, and I was also thinking a couple years ago. I I in the middle of a winter episode like this, I tried rolling down my driver's side window, ah. and I br- I burnt out the motor because it was oh. frozen. Sh- so I'm like, well, I don't even want to play with that. No. There's ice all over my car. Right. I'm not going to try to, you know, grind the gears not gonna to get down. Not going to again. So I'm just going to find I'm going to go inside. So I parked and I was like, this is great. I walked to the door, locked. Lobby at 6.30 p.m. of Wendy's. Whoa. <laughs> not open. And I was like, uh-oh. We might be out. Of- this is our only. This am is I going to drive to the next town over to get I don't there? even know where you'd go. I um, guess there's one on that. There's one in Benton Harbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I is a little bit, but I'm like no. As I pulled in, I saw people in the drive-thru. So I'm like, well, I guess I guess I'm getting a potato from the drive-thru. So I Got pulled it. up to the thing. I I immediately under they they have a nice large sides menu. I located sour cream and chives baked potato. And I was like, great. That's a, a, but there's still part of me that's thinking. I'm gonna say this, and they're gonna laugh at me. Like they're gonna be like, "We don't have those." Like what? That's those are only here from you know noon to four. I, you know, I don't know. Right? Maybe yes, some, I, I heard sometimes they sell out because they gotta prepare them in advance. It's not like they're baking a whole potato for you between between order uh, yeah. box and you know payment window. Right. So I was like, "Here goes nothing." I was like, "I'll have two sour cream and chives baked potatoes." And the response. And she said, anything else? Oh. I was like, no questions oh, asked. Oh, man. I oh, like wiped my brow. Felt great. So window went up and down? I got the window. There's a there's a slight crunching of ice as it went down, but it cleared. Made its way right through. Okay. Um, I also got a spicy chicken sandwich because <laughs> I don't think I've ever pulled through a Wendy's and not gotten a chicken sandwich. So I was like, oh, yeah. That, give me that didn't make it all the way to the house. <laughs> no, no, no. That was, that was <laughs> put that away en route. 
So then I pulled up the window, paid, pulled up the second window, and she, I waited there for a second. The person opened the opened the the food window, and then she said, "Can you pull up?" You know, like oh, when you have to pull up and we have, wait for your food. The old chick. And I was like, "Oh no, the baked potatoes!" Right, <laughs> I was yeah. like, "I was like, hey, of course, of course, this is a pull up situation. They yeah. got to make all baked potatoes. Right, Somebody's yeah. pissed off in there. Yeah. It's gonna be a whole thing." But as make I pulled away them. from the window, she said, "Oh no, 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 wait." And then she handed me a bag. So, like, they had it ready in time. Oh. I, even though I had to reach awkwardly backward through the air to the window. I you got like, it. Phew. You secured it. Single bag with my chicken sandwich and uh, baked potatoes. So, yeah. I, I don't let – me, let me tell you something about myself. Sure. I don't believe in parking the car right in front of the drive through window, opening the bag, and confirming the contents. I know this is a regular practice for a lot of people. Right. Especially if you have a family and you know sure. the kid's going to freak out if they didn't get the thing they wanted. So you better check and make sure everyone got what they wanted yeah, yeah. before we drive away. I don't really believe in that. And maybe I'll change. Uh, have, have you ever not gotten something you wanted? Yes. And okay. I just go like, well, I guess I'm eating this. I just, <laughs> to me, and you know, I'm just not, it's, I, it's, to me, it's not worth, it's not worth it to go it, back. Unless I was like really grievously miss, uh, you right, know. Yeah served i don't know like i would just be like well i ordered this without pickles and i got it with pickles whatever yeah, i guess yeah, I'm no that's different no but if you didn't get your chicken sandwich right would so, you have just said no i didn't get it I, in that moment of pulling away from the window i thought of the podcast and i said you know what if there aren't two baked potatoes in this bag because it was just a single bag i yeah. was like man they these must not be very big potatoes it's all in this bag yeah. and it's a chicken sandwich and mm. let me just stop and make sure so i opened it up I removed the chicken sandwich from the top. Sure. And below it, a single baked potato. <laughs> and I was like, oh, buddy, the one time I check. And now I turn around. There's all the snow is drifted sure. and built up. So there's no room for another car to get around me. I can't right. just get out of my car and walk back to the window. Other cars have already right. pulled up to the window. There's a line of cars. So I'm like, I got to go around the Wendy's. Oh, my God. Get back in the drive-thru line. I was wondering what kind of took so long. Get back in the drive-thru line and then try to sort this out through the intercom, whatever. With a mouthful of spicy chicken I'm sandwich. Spicy chicken. <laughs> so I hey, yeah, uh, you shorted me a potato. So I go around, pull up, and I and they're like, you know, what can I get you, whatever? And I said, my I, other potato. I, I said, a minute, I said a minute. I didn't want to be too, you know. Yeah. You you, you don't want to be too aggrieved or angry yeah. when you're talking to, you know, they, they can very easily, right? You know, make make your evening a lot worse. So. I was just like, hey, a minute ago I ordered two baked potatoes and I only got one. And they're like, uh, okay, pull up to the window. And so I pulled up to the window and they're like, so what now? And I was like, well, I ordered a minute ago I ordered two potatoes. And then they're like, okay, okay. They closed and they went back and there was some kind of discussion, like a meeting of the minds inside. They're like, what happened? It didn't, one of the, and they pulled the order and, and I heard, the, yeah, there was some back and forth yeah. like about a miscommunication. And then the window opened again. They're like, what kind of potato was it? <laughs> So in this moment, I had an opportunity maybe to get a to swindle them out of like a chili cheese baked potato, you know, that extra fifty. That went the fifth the podcast. And I'm like, no, we specifically need the <laughs> potato. So I'm like, sour cream and chives. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So they're like, all right, all right. So uh, then you know, within within thirty seconds, another bag out the window, um, and she said, just the potato, and I said. Yeah. So again, another missed opportunity maybe to and the chicken sandwich and a frosty. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then I'll just be back okay. around. So then I I did open it and confirm, you know, because now I felt like, well, I got to do my due diligence. Right. Yes, baked potato. So now I had two bags, two I was potatoes. Say you came in with two. I came in with two bags. It was as if I would like had two separate orders of a baked potato. But yeah. It was just a little bit of a. A bit of a fiasco. Yeah, I thought you just did. That was a nice presentation. Tactic, yeah, I, I requested to. Now, can you put those potatoes in two separate bags? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't want these taters touching. <laughs> that's, that's, that's crucial. These are independent potatoes. Man, that's I. So, we made it. Potatoes came intact. And all, all I did, both because I I've just heard this story. Yeah. I just had a potato brought to me by Dave, and I I, I did you grew up it? ordering potatoes all the time. Oh, at Wendy's. Yeah, the sour cream and chives variety. Um, or just like a plain yeah, that was potato? probably my go-to. Yeah, sour wow. cream and chives. Now I'm, with other food. Yeah, you wouldn't just order a potato for no. Dinner. A lot of times you can. Pay, I would pair it with like the chili, like just to mix it up. Yeah, with, that makes that sounds like a meal. Chili yeah. and a potato. So we, I worked at the Southtown Twin 
movie Oh, right across kind of the street from. Currently the urology clinic. You know, times change. <laughs> past lives. We're talking about it. Tonight. Past lives, yeah. The past life of the <laughs> urologist was the Southtown Theater. But so we all, we One get of our great, lunch. It's, One, it's missed. I wish the Southtown was yeah, still. It is. It was going to be place. a game changer. Would frequent uh, Wendy's lunch orders and just, you're just, yeah. you can, spicy chicken's great, but you're like, oh, mix it up. You're not that hungry. Just give me a baked right. potato. Just do something different. So I only have, uh, did you like the potato, by the way? Or it's just a potato? Uh, it nothing was, nothing it was about. not a good baked potato. Mine, my experience, and I put the sour cream on it. It comes with the chives. The you sour cream is not good. I put the sour, the sour cream didn't taste like anything. And the potato, my potato, maybe we had different potato experiences. Mm, my sounds like a similar potato. Very dry. And kind of, it kind of, it probably needed some salt. It needed some butter. It needed, some, it needed more than the sour yeah, cream. They used sauce. to give you butter packets too. I would have appreciated that. I would have like butter and, like you said, and some salt. But to be fair, if I if I had it my way, different fast food Burger King. <laughs> if I had it my way, I probably would have taken. If I if I sat down in a Wendy's and ordered a baked potato, it would it would have to come with chili. I'd also get chili, and I would probably just dump the chili on the potato. That's probably. My yeah, I think move. a lot of. I think that's common practice for okay. a lot of people. Well, I'm just saying, I w- in that case, I wouldn't need butter and all these yeah, other fixings yeah. for the potato because I would have drenched it. Gotcha. My point. Drenched so, it with some chili. <laughs> drenched it with some little chili bath. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so my one tid uh, for this is Wendy's opened in 1969. Oh, we're going Wendy's tids. <laughs> I'm getting to the potato. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, you really took this broadly. <laughs> Wendy's tids. All right. Uh, Take it easy. Wendy's opened in 1969. Dave Thomas is a wholesome guy. DT, uh, but the baked potato didn't hit the menu until 1983. Wow, late! It sounds like such an old-fashioned offering. Yeah, but that's like so. I guess quite it was a ways it was part this. of the reduced calorie menu. I guess there were a lot of oh, like a healthy option, healthy options like the McDLT, right? And not to take anything away from our baked potato, here are just two other items I've never had. We're also on this diet menu that sound absolutely disgusting, and they're no longer on the menu. So oh. here we go. So Wendy's added the reduced calorie menu that also included a tuna stuffed tomato. Wow. I've heard of that as like a weird casserole kind of gross dinner. Yeah. And I've heard of that. a cottage cheese and pineapple salad. Wow. This, <laughs> they're, really, they're really identifying their Neither audience. of those items yeah. are on the menu today, but the baked potato... Holding on. So well, I, that tracks to me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> none of that, none of that uh, is a shocker. No, so um, that's about the only interesting thing I, interesting. I found there. But it's it's they're still offering it, so there must be some takers yeah. of the baked potato. It's more work, so I you know Wendy's mu- they must a be selling enough of them. more work than that's why they were some of the stuff I looked at was like most other fast food chains don't think it's like worth it they're not trying you know no one else is competing with this so and maybe that I say don't know. something I don't know like I I, I mean wish. there are fast food chains that that make a big point of showing the letting you see the workers back there cutting potatoes like at a right. five guys or a in and out burger in, yeah. in California they're like Visible behind the counter is somebody running whole potatoes through a, a French fry slicer. Yeah. And they're kind of making a point of showing you that these, you know, fresh fresh cut potatoes. Right. So it's not that other people aren't dealing with, you know, whole russet potatoes That's true. or anything. That is it's true. just that Wendy's is giving it to you whole. Giving it to you whole. Now, if you recall, yep. last summer, um, we did a little episode predicting... Fast food tie-ins. Can we? I hope we're going to do that again this summer. <laughs> I'm going to start thinking of ideas. It's not a bad idea for a recurring episode. Um, one of my ideas was in order to um, in order to celebrate the Marvels and oh, the little switcheroo yeah. of the plot of yeah. the three Mar- this is Captain Marvels. It's such a Marvels confusing switching. idea. It's not that confusing. It was just take three fast food chains and <laughs> rotate their potato sides. So Wendy's baked potato, like a burger king french fry sure and then like uh i don't know potato wedges from i don't know somebody who has potato wedges kfc, KFC yeah and just have them they'll all just serve the other person's th- so you could go and it's like oh it's been our menus have been switched and it'd be like this three-way partnership you still don't think that's a good idea <laughs> no i'd get too confused well you, you said you claim to like the baked potato in general i did or you're nostalgic for it or something. Yeah, although I haven't had so one So if you could get a baked potato time. at another fast food restaurant, would you? Like no. if you could go to McDonald's and get a get a 
quarter pounder and a baked potato? No. You wouldn't do that? I, I, I It's attached to it, Wendy's. It's attached your... to Wendy's, and I really think, like, I mean, maybe this is a good segue to the movie. It is kind of a time gone by. <laughs> like, I really have had my time with the potato. I don't ever think I'll want, unless we... Yeah, that was for, not an encouraging experience. Unless for some reason we need to test all the taters at Wendy's or something, then I'd be... A tater test. Tater test. <laughs> Blind tater test. We did water. We can do taters. Mm, I don't know what we pair it with. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, We're already stretching it with this episode, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Any, Past yeah. lives. I don't know if there's anything more to say about the potato. It was a mediocre potato experience. Yeah. I guess if you've never had one... I couldn't taste one, the chives. I could see the chives. I cannot taste the chives. Right, there's nothing yeah. oniony about the experience. Mm, there wasn't that many chives either. Well, what do you want? Like a like a heap of. of I would just thought of, more double what I had. Okay. I feel like I could have countered them easy. You think they would charge you more if you ordered double chives? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, I don't know what the I don't know what the upcharge would an be. Experiment for future. Can I have a price? sour cream and chive potato? Extra chives. Here's here the worst thing about that potato. And I pointed this out to Dave is they gave us sour cream, but it was light sour cream. Yeah, and when and you I want sour like cream, the, t- the whole like point the of sour cream is right. to kind of add a fatty Correct. richness. You've, you're making a bad your... decision. Let's not pretend it's not. Right. Give well, the light. you identified the potato is, uh, for, uh, uh, you know, the That's descendant true. of the diet menu. <laughs> yeah. So, so maybe you're ordering this because you're watching your figure. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe the people uh, we're going to give you instead of giving you normal sour cream, we're going to give you four packets of light sour cream. <laughs> Which I think makes up for the yeah. calorie discount of normal. At some food. point, we should we should order one more potato and say, "I want extra chives and regular sour cream." Just I, to see how they I, I, There's no way they carry they don't two have, kinds they don't of sour that. cream. Why would you? Why would you stop? I don't know. There's all kinds of hot sauce in the yeah, world. Yeah, but what else would you put sour cream on on the Wendy's menu? That they would they would they sell so many potatoes. Do you put sour cream on your chili? Some people do that. If it was if it was offered, I probably would. Yeah. If I didn't have it, I wouldn't go out of my way to get it. But if it was like, if there was like cheese and crackers and stuff, I would probably load it up and right. do everything. All right. The works. The works. <laughs> All right. People have heard enough about baked potato and chives. <laughs> and if not, please comment below. <laughs> <laughs> Past lives. This is another movie from this last was on year. My, was it on both our lists? No, it wasn't on my list. Okay. I, list. I saw the trailer and I thought, okay, that looks good. Yeah, but you put it on your list of five you wanted to see. So we watched one that I had on my list. Uh, they call him Tyrone. Now we've watched one that's on your list. So we're we're doing it. great. Appreciate it. And maybe we'll do some more that we shared, or maybe yeah, we'll, you know. But I feel good about picking away at these lists. Yeah, and I think we're doing a good service by highlighting movies that people missed or were just yeah. you know put on streaming and maybe people didn't track down or right um this is a good time of year to be catching up on last year right yeah. so i'm glad we watched past yeah. lives and past lives isn't this is one of these movies that's kind of been on my radar just because i heard it was last january it was premiered at sundance that long ago yeah wow. and then i think from there i don't know like it you know whoever purchased it and to, to put it out or do whatever okay. i don't remember the theatrical release i feel like did it come out at any point in time you know do you i don't mean to put you on the spot but to be considered for the academy awards Mm -hmm. what is the requirement you have to play in a certain number of theater or does like a sundance count as well because playing in a theater or that doesn't count you need to have like a theatrical i'm not sure what the rules are especially now with certain movies premiering on streaming services right because i I remember like when roma was in the running from netflix they made it a point of like it it played in theaters for some limited run in order to qualify probably and i don't know what the the ruling is um but i do know even um this is a conversation uh for another time or maybe if we have a little time at the end as i'm constantly trying to catch up on 2023 movies i i did watch david fincher's the killer and i'm only mentioning that because that came out on netflix but prior it did have a brief theatrical run so maybe it has to kind of do it to check the box to qualify for stuff right and that could be my understanding is it could be in like such a small it could be such a small showing us such a limited run that effectively no one sees it in the theater but it it's like a technical right Right. new york la and yeah so anyways past lives a movie that I've, I've been aware of for a while and 
there was a lot of buzz about it and um, a lot of people singing its praises. And then it's sort of like, I just never rented it, didn't do anything. And it just sort of sat on my, I want to see this movie 2023. Okay. And it's taken until now. Recently. Yeah, I had sort of so. the reverse experience. I only heard about it in like kind of the year end recaps of people right. throwing it in their favorite movies of the year or yep. like notable movies of the year. And I was like, oh. And so you heard about it a year ago. I heard about it like a month ago. And we're still kind of like we Wendy's watched, baked potato. We watched it at the same time <laughs> still. So, you know, so it's so. Um, so to give you a quick sense of the story, I mean, I watched the trailer before I watched it, which I have a thought about because I feel like the trailer made me think the structure of the movie was quite a bit different than it was. Okay. Or at least the trailer does not give you a sense at all of the structure of the movie. And it's a, it's a highly structured movie in terms of it's like three act structure. Pretty clearly. It's it's very strict. And there's, it's not the pace of a, of a movie of this genre. I don't, I don't think anyway, yeah, the movie follows, um, I'm gonna. I know her as Nora because that's the name she takes. Greta Lee is the actress. The actress, but the character. Oh, uh, right, yeah. I think it's Na Young or something. Yes. But she, 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 her. At the very beginning of the movie, her family in Korea is immigrating to Canada and then the United States, and they take on English names or American names, um, just ostensibly to kind of ease the transition or to try to prepare yep. for their new lives. So anyway, she goes by Nora throughout throughout the movie. Yep. So we're with her um, and her, she's like a little girl. Like the movie begins like 24 years ago. You yeah. Know? And we just start with 12, these, maybe yeah, or these, something. these little girls, uh, maybe like late elementary, early middle school, right. something like that. In South Korea. In South Korea, in Seoul. And then we're going to um, briefly to Canada. And then we spend a long time in that first section of the movie. We're just with her, kind of getting a sense of the scenes. Yeah, Yeah, and then it's like there's a big title card, uh, 12 years pass. Right. So then we're in the next kind of stage of her life, and she's an adult, and she's living in New York City, and she's like an aspiring playwright, and she's in grad school, and she's, you know, in these writer's workshops, and she's in this tiny little apartment, you know, doing the thing. And then we um, spend some time there, and then, you know, there's a third chunk of the movie that's 12 years after that so it's like this big like kind of triptych of you know here's you know one period of this we're all she's the main character in all three parts but it's like here's this period of your life here's that period of life here's that period of right um anyway i feel like when i watched the trailer for the movie i didn't get a sense of that structure at all it was like here's this adult woman and this kind of funny love triangle you know that that's the trailer kind of uh teased a certain kind of movie that was about a certain kind of you know, time in someone's yeah, life. Yeah, I was not aware of that. The whole thing was structure. a much longer arc, and it moved much more, um, I don't know, thoughtfully and slowly even. Yeah. And it really took a while to build up to that final situation that she kind of finds herself. Correct. So anyway, that was, that was kind of a surprise to me as someone who just glanced at the trailer. It may be worth knowing, like, I, it's, it's not like kind of the bubbly pace of a of a rom-com that you might be used to where it's like adult professionals, you know, in this, this, you know, the situation they find themselves in, it's like a much more journalistic, slow, you know, we're just going to kind of observe this long, much longer character arc between several characters. Anyways, I thought that was very interesting. So it's about her. It's about growing up. It's about your identity. It's about this like childhood kind of, you know, schoolyard sweetheart and yeah. then kind of growing up and reconnecting with someone. And how yeah. does that, how does that, you know, you're married and then this other person's coming back into your life. And how does, right. what does that mean? Like, what is it? Right. How do you, how do you reckon with that? Right. Does is that person special to you? Are they important? And how do you, you know, it's yeah. kind of like you're confronting your past self. That's in the title, past yeah. lives. Something kind of comes into your life that reminds you of your past yeah. self and makes you think. And about from it. the trailer, as we're not going to try to spoil anything, right. encouraging you to check it out for your own, is that when she leaves, she obviously leaves this boy behind. Um, um, I'm searching for his name. Hey Sung. Hey Sung. Yes. And um, and he is left, and she goes on has this, you know, starts like Dave was saying in Act Two her really her career in New New York and she's still single and they sort of connect again kind of social media esque for a while. Right? Yeah. Well there's this is a fun quality of the movie. Um it's it's like a little 
it's kind of time capsule as far as like what right. technology is available at different stages of yeah. this timeline. So like I was kind of clocking them when they were kids. That was probably like the early 90s, maybe, right. when they were in school in Seoul as little kids. And there was no presence. No one had cell phones. No one had. It was like it, it seemed like very pure and like yeah. just classic um, schoolyard stuff. And then right her like young adult self version now we're in like the early years of facebook and people are skype calling each other and it's like you know early video calling early social media you know there's a lot of there's a lot of engagement with these things it's like before everyone's become like kind of jaded by them and they have this little you get the sense this guy uh the guy is trying to track her down i think so and there's a this online as much as it can be a little bit of this flirtatious Rome, like they they would like to maybe see each other, but one of them, um, or both of them, really can't quite get. She's in New York, he can't get there, and and she can't get back to right. Korea. And and then at some point, she's like, I, I'm gonna move on. And you get this from the trailer too, because you see her with another guy in her life. Yes. Um, and from the trailer too, you get that ev- eventually they confront each other as adults. Which right. is kind and of that confront third is, act. is is maybe even too. It's, yeah, that's it's not like, the right word. It's, right, it's not like there's some Reconnect. kind of like thing they need to get. You know, right? Yeah, there's no there's no conflict there, in, in you know, in those terms. It's right. more like we need to get together to see what this is. You know, it's more right. like inquisitive. It's like, well, we have to, we have to, like, we kind of yeah. owe it to ourselves. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Because they, I think they both feel yeah. like they, it's something they need to do. Yeah. Um, but it does remind me of, you know, there's in the first, I don't know, I kind of came, became an adult like in those first years of Facebook when it was like exciting and everyone was on it and it right. was how everyone was communicating, how everyone was keeping in touch when they went to college, how everyone was meeting new people, like the friend requests are flying fast, you know? And there was this thing that happened a few years into it, five, 10 years into it, where like, you do get those messages from people you knew a long time ago, like, hey, what are you up to these days? Or like, hey, I saw you on here. And so, you know, and those are always awkward. You know, sometimes it's it's like a welcome reconnect, but right. rarely. You know, usually it's like somebody like, hey, well, actually, like, I now I sell, you know, this, whatever. Like, I'm part of this, like, pyramid scheme where I sell these. Like, that's not how they're pitching it, obviously. Right. But it's like they're trying to sell you something or they're reaching yeah. out to all their old school friends to, like, try to get this or that. Or there's some ulterior motive. And, yeah. Or it's just awkward. Like, it's somebody you don't want to talk to and they're connecting with you and you don't really want to, you know? Right. It kind of reminds me of that time when it's like, oh, this new technology makes it possible to, like, reconnect with people. Where, like, my parents' generation, if you, you left, you know, your hometown or you didn't, you never saw the people you went to high school again like you never had a reason to talk to them unless you kept up specifically with a certain person or people and had the phone numbers and addresses like now all of a sudden it's kind of easy or kind of at your fingertips to chase down an old memory or chase down an old person and we're still living in an era where you can look up anybody and just kind of learn learn quite a bit about somebody you want to know yeah and you know dig up something from your past whether it's a person or or a movie or anything you can find anything Right. So it's kind of right on the cusp of that, I feel like, that middle section of the movie anyway. And I think that's just a really charged, interesting, for drama, more than you would think, it just allows for this really interesting relationship to kind of blossom right. and, and take hold. And it turns out to be very charming, I felt, in that yeah. middle. That and they middle have the, the extreme time difference of, right. you know, I don't know who, who it was, but one of them's up like at 3 a.m., to make sure they can right. get the call before the other person had to go to class. And it's right. like, okay, I mean, you can, you know, can you, could you, could they have entered into a, just an, kind of an online relationship? And I think the sense was she gets, yeah, I, we can't keep doing this. And then like, they almost had to like, they weren't really dating or anything. They were just constantly interacting with each other on the regular where it looked like, hey, yeah. I got I to just resume my life. This is... No, I nothing. No ill will to you, but we can't. It reminded keep doing me this. so much. You're talking about. It's kind of a. I'm not. I'm not even sure we're to the middle of the movie yet at that right. point. But, um, 
it reminded me of Banshees of Inisherin from last year, where oh, like yeah. there's that confrontation with uh, Brendan Gleeson's character in Colin yeah. Farrell. He's he's saying like I don't want to be friends with you anymore. Like I. I don't have much. I'm getting older. I don't have much time left. Right. Like I can't be wasting my time with you and your dumb conversations. And you now, now, uh, Nora's uh, sort of breakup with Hey Sung in the movie is not nearly so mean. No. But she essentially says the same thing. Like, hey, like I'm trying to do this thing with my life, and I'm here in New York, and I'm here to do something, right. and I'm here to achieve something, and I, I can't like. I'm not. I need to kind of cut, I I need to cut yeah. us off from this because it's it's become such a big distraction. Right. That and it's not like it's not like she hasn't been an active participant in it. She's clearly no. was all for, it, but I think she just realizes like, hey, I I need to kind of get my, and I think those that's a very human moment because I think that happens a lot in people's lives where it's yeah. like, hey, like I, like it's not that I don't like you, but like right. I I I meant to I I'm on this other path here, and I just right. need to like, or at least recognize. This can this is as good as this can ever get for us. Right. right, right <laughs> this right. isn't going to happen. You're not moving here. I'm not moving there. And therefore, the earlier probably the better at yeah. this point to kind of say, hey, we're we're you know yeah, even yeah, if yeah. that was sort of like a breakup. This whatever. is a very natural transition for me into like prose, like things I yeah, liked about this it. movie because this is this, that's one of them. As how we've been talking about this like how this relationship develops and then over like Skype calls and Facebook chats in this, this is like the first act of the movie is kind of establishing this relationship and how it kind of disappears when they're kids, when she moves away and then they reconnect and start like kind of building, building at it again. Right. And in a different movie, I think it would have felt a little absurd because it would have moved too quickly and it would have been like, Oh, he's just going to call her out of the blue or send a Facebook message out of the blue. And now they're going to be like, they're going to be like totally bonded and basically like they're dating and they're going to be so close. And it's right. like, that seems a little silly. Like who would, who would go along with a long distance relationship like that out of the blue of just someone who called you up from when you were 12. Right. But the movie moves so slowly up to that. Like it really feels believable. Like oh, the starts as just like a curious, like, Hey, you remember me? And then it kind of goes a little bit. Oh, Hey, this was a nice conversation. Like, Hey, we should catch up more sometime. Great. And right. then it kind of very slowly builds and it's kind of a montage. Right. They play like kind of dreamy piano music over it. And you're just seeing these Skype calls and the yeah. phones ringing at different, you know, while they're on the subway or while they're on the bus or while they're in, right. you know, getting home from class or whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. it feels very natural and naturalistic. Yeah. How we're just kind of watching this relationship. And I liked the pacing. There was a point early on where I was like, I don't like how slow this is going. Like, when are we getting to the story? Right. But then I kind of accepted that that's not what the movie was. I was yeah. like, this is the movie. Yeah. Like, the movie is the slow. <laughs> the movie is. Well, because, again, I feel like I was a little fooled by the trailer. Yeah. Into thinking it was going to be more of a Just start. conventionally, you know, romantic right. plot movie where it's, again, we're, we're it's like the situation is, we start with the situation already established. Right. But this, but it's, no, it's a very slow, like, backstory to build you up to that last act of the movie where the situation kind of comes to a head. Yeah. So, and then I was like, then I was enjoying the slowness of it and just like how it was like a, just a documentary of this relationship. Yeah. Very slowly. And I was very into that. So I liked, it was an, it was a surprising pacing choice for me. But I liked it ultimately. It made me feel like really attached to the characters in that relationship in a way that I didn't expect to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. I didn't, I wouldn't have guessed this would have been the structure of the movie. It felt like the childhood stuff maybe would be like a flashback randomly at some point. Yeah. The way it was cut in the trailer. Um, but I, I was totally okay with the pacing and, really leaned into it. I think I'm naturally drawn. I think you might have mentioned this before. I'm, I'm drawn to these kinds of movies, um, and even so, the the writer director uh, combo when that person wears both hats. And this uh, writer director is Celine Song, and I was reading this is her first feature length film, uh, which I thought was interesting. Um, I think she had done some other short films, but I just I'm generally you know um, that that isn't like. I like plenty of movies where there's a different writer and a different director, but uh, sometimes I'm just, I feel like that kind of a combo where they have that much kind of a control of the story they're trying to tell. Um, So I've sort of just was leaning into this and really liked it. And like you said, it feels, 
so believable. Like, I don't know these actors, so it's easy just right. to believe they're these characters. Um, and a credit to them, I felt like really good, strong performances. Yeah. Um, even um, the actor who, uh, I mean, I think Greta Lee was getting some recognition who plays Nora. Um, hey Sung, is that the... That's the character's name. The character's name of um, the guy she's in kind of like had the childhood sort of romance with, if you want to say that. Um, I thought he was really good, too. He's a very, very like, good. understated... And he plays like it's... Um, in a way, he plays like two characters because he's a certain kind of person that you feel like you're getting to know. Yeah. And obviously you have these time jumps, but I'm not even right. referring to that. Like, I think it's a pretty natural arc through the time jumps. But when he, when he finally has to come to New York and meet... Nora and her friends like all of a sudden he has he's like a timid like you know he's like you you've gotten so used to him you know as right. this kind of successful or increasingly successful student then like businessman yeah from in Korea and then he's playing at a place where he doesn't he, his English isn't super strong and you can tell right. he's not very confident when he's speaking it and all of a sudden he seems very small and like scared yeah and it's like wow what a character what a character shift, you know, to, yeah. you seem so cool and collected and like, obviously, you know, anxious about certain things and nervous about certain things. And this is all a very emotionally charged yeah. situation. But like when he's like, when he has to speak English, like you can tell like, oh, this is like, all of a sudden he feels very vulnerable. Right. And yeah. Like, oh man. And like, it just, it seems, yeah, like really cute. I mean, she, he's really relying on her and, and they do all these touristy things kind of together. I right. thought it was really charming and. Yeah, the old the old explore New York montage, I feel right? Like and a little a bit where move. I felt like when she's taking like it's awkward. Like when you go to visit places, you take pictures, and a lot of right. times to prove to people you were at this place, you have you have to put yourself in the picture. <laughs> That's right. And a lot of most times, other people prompt you to kind of do this thing. Although I know we're very much uh, selfie uh, age or whatever, some folks want to do that more. Um, but these photos are just like so like innocent. Like he's just kind of trying to do that thing where like this is me in front of the the thing like longing maybe for like at least like let's make sure at some point we get a photo together you know right versus just well me. there's the, the inherent awkwardness of at that point of the movie where he she's married he knows she's married and right. so it's like we're not gonna hug and be in this picture with the statue of liberty because like right. we kind of understand that our relationship is yeah there's like something between us yeah even though we both maybe feel very close right. to one another so yeah. it's like that that is just hanging over them the whole thing over him especially yeah and then they also do this very clever thing where he is wearing a backpack a lot of the time yeah. when he's in new york and it just makes him look like a little boy yeah so like he's oh, an adult yeah. you know professional handsome like sure, yeah slick dressed you know every reason to be confident yeah. it would seem outwardly but then he's he's wearing this backpack and when he's like waiting for in the park initially he, he looks very oh yeah i agree that's a great scene with his hands he looks he looks so much like a little boy and so the yeah. movie's obviously calling trying to remind you of him at the beginning of the movie when he is a little boy but right. it's like he's they do so many good subtle things to make him seem uncomfortable yeah i agree with that uh and it's it's it works really well and you can kind of feel this there's so much tension between them yeah and yet they're so friendly it's like this yeah. crazy combination of like we are very close friends but right. there's there's like this huge unspoken thing right. and maybe we'll just never say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's, and it's, and it's, it is right. It does. Right. right. Yeah. Um, right. yeah, that was like a pretty, I wasn't quite ready for like that scene. Like when yeah, they do, it was, it was it so was, much feeling to it. There, all of a there sudden. Was. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then it good. ultimately you're like, um, how she kind of reunites with him in that moment of glad to see him. I mean, because it could it can it could have gone horribly wrong too, right? Um, right. But I think that was a very sweet, very sweet moment. And there, there's yeah. yeah. So anyway, so let me. I have some other pros here. Me too. We're on that. So, go for um, it. so I already mentioned I love this the the writer director combo, and with that, a lot of those movies sometimes are um, have good scripts, dialogue heavy. But I thought this was all good. Where they're constantly communicating even like in during act two where it's uh, over skype or facebook whatever that is um i thought was really kind of charming um as mentioned i this is 
this doesn't make a movie good or bad, but I like that her, she was a playwright. So I think <laughs> in my in another life, I um, I've always loved that idea or that world mm-hmm. of of the playwright um, for some reason. So that was easy as a that was just a nice thing nugget for me i guess in terms well, it's of e- her yeah it's profession. easy to just like get engaged with them yeah oh what is she working on cast right, right. like ah oh, what i wanted to know like what is this, <laughs> right. this i didn't know if they were gonna go right. you know i didn't that would have probably not have fit fit uh, the, if the play she was writing was something tied to that right so i'm glad they kind of didn't go there right, right, right. um here's this was a pleasant surprise for me yeah and i noticed there were for this movie where i'm like it's probably, you know, it's more dialogue, performance driven. I felt like there were several great camera shots. Oh, and I this kn- is my, this is my gigantic pro, but go ahead. Okay. Oh, good. Gigantic pro. Gigantic. Say the other way. Huge. Pro. Um, there's a lot of extended shots where Ugh. they let it play. So extended. Um, one of them is like an extended long shot. This is probably my favorite. And I don't know. I, it's. It's like they're walking by the water. Like yep. you don't even know, you hear the dialogue. Yeah, you the Manhattan Bridge. Yeah, oh, you don't even know where gorgeous, they are. I I wrote a whole. I'd like. Okay, I could love it. I'll let you that take shot, over here. And they eventually we catch up to them in one oh, shot. Gorgeous into the into the frame. Um, but that that was probably my favorite. But there's other times even when they're on the boat. It's it's not like an ex, uh, it's an extended shot, but it's a long shot. Just letting the two actors do their thing. The lighting's not even the best. As um, he gives her like breakfast, he had something for her to eat because she didn't right. eat. Um, but there's not a lot, not a ton of like over the shoulder. No, you know, it's just very like okay, like almost. And I don't know if this is like me thinking too much about it, but it's you know like when you go to see a play versus going to see a movie, kind of a situation. You know, like there's just that fixed position when you go to see a play. And I felt like that was a lot of these extended yeah, shots. That's a good way so. of thinking about it. Yeah. The fixed, the fixed positions of so. things. Yeah. This is, this is probably my favorite part about the whole movie is just, it's, this is, I'm, I'd be hard pressed to say there's a better looking movie that I saw in 2023. Like in like cinematography personally of the movies I've yeah. seen. Number one from 2020, this is a gorgeous movie i know it was shot on film i looked up a little bit yeah about it 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 shows the colors are gorgeous yeah like it's kind of a muted like faded denim kind of color palette oh, faded denim it's I great like and it, at first i thought that was just going to be the first part of the movie because like oh we're in the 90s and we're in seoul and that's just going to be the palette of this part right. of the movie but it kind of except for a couple of scenes later on or they're in kind of a dark more warm colored like bar scene most of the time the movie is in this kind of washed out film grain you know lots of greens and blues it just it looks so cool it's such a great looking movie just in terms of the colors but then what you're saying with the shots like this this is like the most of everything i saw this year anyway last year i should say like just beautiful compositions of the shots like so much attention to balance within the frame yeah like we're gonna have the characters position in this very particular way or we're gonna do this shot through this thing there's a lot of work with mirrors and reflections and clearly it's you know it's very symbolic of alternate lives and past right. lives and two versions of yourself and so there's a lot of shots into reflective surfaces or against reflections or like through a window so that you see a reflection kind of overlaid over what you're looking at besides everyone kind of always standing in those sorts of positions like looking in the mirror or you know it's like splitting the screen evenly the there's probably no better example than right at the beginning of the movie when they're showing the two kids this is where they finally yeah. split up they're kind of walking together toward these two like hey sung's gonna go off toward you know his house apparently yeah. down the street and Nora's gonna go up the stairs and so the camera is behind them and you kind of watch them walk up to this intersection and then she he, she goes up while he kind of goes right. down up to the sort of like just kind of split um yeah. very naturally but yeah. the camera capture it's like a perfectly balanced little divide of right you know and that was a great little I'll chime in just on that because I felt like that was a nice way to handle this wasn't this overly weepy crying your eyes out yeah it was like bye and i feel like there's it's still so natural there's so many people you've said goodbye to where you that could be the last time you're probably going to really see them right. unless you seek them out but certainly like childhood relationships for sure you and know it's, and 
like it's interesting to think about the whole movie with that scene in mind because you know you would think oh this is he's going through such lengths to like reconnect with her they must have they must have had like a really emotional send-off back when they were kids and not really it was sort of a quiet like kind of kept everything inside kind of a departure and maybe that's why he has this longing just to kind of see something through or figure out what was left unsaid or what was incomplete about that because it was not done with a lot of fanfare and it was just like this you know this very natural parting of ways and like a dismissive way a kid would treat a lot of things like you have no idea the gravity of this moment i'm just gonna keep going to my house you know and they're just kind of go our separate ways yeah so it's so good and and there's so many beautiful shots of this is a movie this is a feeling i get from movies sometimes where like it just makes it feel amazing to live in like Seoul or New York City, like it just sure. looks beautiful. Like yeah. every shot of the city is gorgeous, and you're like, like "Oh, I should so, check this place it's out." It's so romantic in the Brit, and of course, oftentimes if you go visit like New York or Chicago or any big city, and you're trying to drive around, you're frustrated, you're trying to park, like every you hate everything about it, you know, like. <laughs> but like in a movie, you can just capture all these gorgeous right backdrops and landscapes and skylines, and you know the overarching bridge. That scene where they're walking under the Manhattan Bridge and then like around the. Yeah. The, the river there toward the Brooklyn. It's just a gorgeous, like you were saying, they kind of just, it's just walk and talk. They're just walking. The long yeah. shot just kind of tracks them in the background as they make their way to the foreground. Yeah. Long conversation. Just lots of long, lingering, you know, perfectly composed, balanced images. And I just, I can just, I could imagine throwing this movie on just with the sound off just to look at it. Like it's right. just, it's just a great looking right. movie. And I, that's, so I, and I this is that. one I wouldn't have like, there was a nice, pleasant surprise. Like when you go into some movies, like you go into, I don't know, some of these, like the Christopher Nolan Oppenheimer, you go into Scorsese, yeah. you're like, I'm going to get some great looking shots. You know, right. like right. I'm ready for it. And, and those movies deliver in that way. And this one feels like, because it feels so low budget in, in a great way, like yeah. I don't know what this movie costs, but obviously it's going to pale in comparison to most of these movies uh, right and these heavyweight directors and casts and it just feels like you know i i'd be curious to look up more on that that she really got the most out of it and so um my other pros on this i had um i wasn't quite sure how the movie was going to end and but i ended up really feeling like that that was the right ending you know like that's the ending you know um that had to happen to kind of you know, I would. I don't want to spoil it, but yeah. I was. That was kind of the right, the right thing. There's a little bit, um, and I think this is kind of in the trailer, or it certainly makes you wonder. Like, is what are they gonna do? Is she gonna ru- run off with this guy? Are they gonna get together? Is she gonna ditch her husband? Yeah. Once you hear about kind of that relationship, um, so it ke- it keeps you guessing a little bit. Or, yeah, to the last second, right? I think that's that's true. And I even yeah. like the way they handled. Uh, the character's name is Arthur. This is the guy she's with, um, who's um, she meets in the from middle the, of the States, movie, yeah. gets married, yeah. And um, so we find her with in the last. But last I kind of like the, the way they handled his character because he could have been like he's just going to be a. I'm not saying I I don't know how I feel about their relationship necessarily, but like that he wasn't just like a jerk to the other yeah. guy. Like he was just trying to help like kind of see the big picture yeah. here i think what is not i i have more mixed feelings i think about that character and how he's written and performed i but i agree, fundamentally i agree that it's nice that he's more complicated than i think a lot of movies would have right. made him right yeah. so that much is good i i still find him a little i don't know so there's something uneven about the whole and maybe that's it just emphasizes the awkwardness i don't know because right, they're yeah. definitely trying to convey the awkwardness well with him Essentially, especially in once they realize that appears how they maybe even are together. Like maybe they right. do, they have learned to like love each other, but that's not kind of how they entered into things necessarily. Um, so, um, yeah, I've got one more pro, which is just that kind of like you're saying, like you like the ending. I like kind of before the ending, the movie kind of works up to this final moment where these three characters are kind of stuck together yeah. and like like talking with each other. and I that scene where they finally are like 
where we catch up to the, the movie open the very opening yeah, that is the scene opening, of the movie yeah. is from like a voyeur's perspective it's very interesting it's like from yeah. from it's like people in the bar kind of whispering to each other about them these people they're looking at right. from across the bar and the people they're looking at from across the bar are the people whose lives we explore for the next two hours but eventually the movie catches up to that scene in the bar and that scene in the bar where the three of them uh nora Sung, and then her husband arthur the yeah. three of them are sitting at the bar talking like that's a great scene and i love how they built up to it and then how those three relationships are kind of in tension in that moment and yeah. how it plays out and i it wasn't it wasn't anything I've ever seen before in terms of like this this specific kind of relationship right. on screen and the dialogue there is I thought right. was very strong, especially I, like I with the language scene. barrier. You know, like yes, there's so a, many the, different that's a dynamics. Great dramatic layer yeah. to add in the the barrier because Arthur doesn't necessarily understand all the Korean conversation going on, and then Sung doesn't really understand all the English conversation going on, and so she's right. in the middle, kind of as translator for both, and yet right. there's all these these conversations going on, and it's it's a great. It was really well done. I, yeah. I I thought it was, you know, like you're saying, from a theatrical perspective, a very dramatic device to, you know, to keep the tension there in the space right. in front of them and make them all very, the two men anyway, quite uncomfortable about what's going on here. and yeah. where, what, what, Because they're the ones who are like not in the know. You know, they're, they're both kind of like Arthur's not sure what's going on with his wife and this other guy. And the other guy's like, you know, trying to sort out like, what is this relationship I have with this girl from my past? And she's in there kind of like referee between anyway, it's a great little dramatic triangle that I think is really, really yeah. strong. Final, final couple scenes right. there at the end. Um, cons. Should we slide over to the James cons? You got anything? I've I feel got, like I do, but yeah, I've got, I, I don't have many and I'm only noting one that really, cause really if it's a con for me, if it's, to make my con list, it really had to be something that it like, yeah. <laughs> and, and for me, there was only one of those moments and I felt like they were hitting it a little too yep. hard. Yep. Yeah, they were. They said past lives way too many times <laughs> and how you connect with someone from your past life. Like I get it. We all get it. I don't know why you're still saying it. Right. And right. I really like you people. <laughs> So it was kind of, it was just, I, it, w- it was just, I don't know when exactly, but there, there's just that point where it was one too many times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, telling me the kind of the message, the theme, the me, yes. the, the, how I should You're exactly at this right. Point. You're yeah. exactly right. It's, and it's for me, I, I started feeling it in the middle of the, again, the movie, the first half of it or so, where again, we're watching this relationship kind of develop between Nora and Sung and it's beautiful and it's slow and it's it's we're we're we have a very light touch like uh in terms of like the camera and the direct like we're not we're not being told a lot we're just watching it all play out yeah and it's great and then in the second act when she where she meets Arthur for the first time voiceover comes into the movie and I'm like whoa ah you know it's like it's her it's Nora ostensibly explaining to Arthur about like fate and old traditional Korean beliefs about destiny and, right. and uh, sort of past lives and connection and all this and it's it's like the movie hasn't used that device yet everything has just been like natural as right. as it happens in real life like there hasn't been like this voice this thematic voice coming in and kind of laying out and so it's at that point i bristled a little bit because i'm like oh no 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 just keep doing what you're doing <laughs> just keep uh, yeah. showing us the relationships we can just see you get to know arthur and we, can, we understand everything right obvious there's obvious tension between you going off with this guy and ha- just having had this long distance relationship online with other, we under it's we got it. Like just trust that we got it. Right. But then you're right. Then as the movie goes on, we keep kind of hitting those notes. And there's a couple scenes as the movie goes on where I really was like kind of groaning to myself. Like there's a, there's a long conversation when Nor and Arthur are in bed and kind of just like explaining all of their feelings to each other. And it's like this is quite explainy. You know, right. it's and I think it's like the movie trying to make up for these big time jumps. Like there's a couple big 12 year time jumps in the movie. Right. And so then there are a couple of scenes where people are explaining things 
it, it almost seems for the viewer's benefit. Like this is how I've always felt over the last twelve years right. since we saw you twelve yeah. years ago. You know, like it's like them kind right. of explaining. Or I wish or they like would really, have... really detailing their feelings in the way that felt kind of. I don't know. Right. Like you're saying, on the nose, a little forced, yeah. emphasizing, underlining the themes maybe a little too, too bluntly. You know, right. Yeah. Kind of at thing. least they could have. Like I thought it was somewhat clever. Like when they're at the airport. Yeah. You get some information there that you need about they're together. <laughs> He's my husband. <laughs> right. But that's like within the context of the movie and right. a right, snippet right, right, right. of right. like, here we go. Right. So um, and I think I loved all the, the past lives conversation, like that banter toward, closer to the end between Haesung and Nora when yeah. they're kind of spitballing like. I wonder how, I wonder who we were to each other yeah. in the past. Yeah, he has some, as they're trying some great to, great line at those, the end. That's all great. But I feel like because we had that earlier like voiceover line like dropped in to explain the con this Korean concept of right. it's like, oh now I feel like you set me up for this by right. dropping these lines earlier and really making it a point of hammering them home. And now I feel like you've taken something away from this final conversations that are really great character right. scenes. And dialogue moments, they feel a little cheaper to me because I feel like all these key words in them have been pre-flagged for me from earlier, right, yeah. in, the, <laughs> earlier in the movie, and right. it kind of it right. kind of took took me out of the what otherwise I thought was a great such a great scene, you know, yeah. something you're waiting to see, you know, what are they actually going to um, say to each other? Right, it's not a it not a deal breaker for me um, no. at all, um, but I really um, yeah, I mean. Um, I mean, you can probably pick up on it. We're more fans of this movie overall, and uh, I, I really, I really liked it. We'll kind of um, finish this conversation, but this is becoming one of since we've done our top five episode. Oh, this is one creeping. of two other movies I have since seen. One of them being They Clone Tyrone that I feel like our contenders are contenders for like a top ten for sure. For sure, top ten. Um, but uh, I would top have five. I possibly. Not, I don't know if either of these knock Barbie up. I think. I think, well, that's yeah. They're both close for me. Like, I think my issue with They Clone Tyrone was, like, this is a great movie up to a point. And I feel like I'm kind of saying a similar thing about, like, this is a great movie up to a point. But maybe right. I was kind of saying that about Barbie, too, from my perspective. I thought right, that yeah. was a great movie kind of up to a point. So maybe, yeah. maybe these are kind of in a similar yeah. part of my little, my little hierarchy. Right. I don't know about you. No. And I feel like we're, you know, we're talking about when you're getting to, like, what is your your favorite movies of the year. You're trying to draw some line in the sand to distinguish this from the other. Right. You kind of, you get a little nitpicky, like, well, I didn't feel this way at the end of this movie. I felt, you know, and and I feel like endings are difficult and it's hard, especially even that would yeah. be, we never officially discussed Asteroid City, which is a movie, um, I mean, we discussed it, but not like this with a big pro-con thing. Um, but there's a moment even at Asteroid City, I'm like, you're laying it on a little too much here at the end with how to think and feel but i kind of like with the way that movie was structured completely kind of different feel here where i felt like is this too heavy-handed but anyways yeah um let me throw the situation yeah, yeah, go ahead. so yeah. you're you're uh let's say you're Haesung. yeah and and nora your nora is the wendy's baked potato <laughs> Now you had an interaction with this, you know, as a child, and you saw you're fond of it. Then you, yeah. you parted ways. Yeah, we did. This and was... today, today you're like, eh, maybe I should send that Skype call. You know, maybe I should send that Facebook message. Maybe I should reconnect with that baked potato. Yeah. And you did. I did. You can. You confront now the baked potato. You know, it's got some other things going on. <laughs> you know, it's in this relationship with light sour cream. Yeah. <laughs> you're not. It's, it's some, something you're not. You're it's not changed. really part of. Yeah. You know. You're not sure if you can just wedge yourself between those things, how it's going to go. So do you feel like, are you, are you ultimately, you're, re you're saying you're rejecting, you're, you're sort of moving on. You've, you've revisited the baked potato and you're walking away from it ultimately, or are you yeah. saying you're, this is the beginning of a long, beautiful reconnecting relationship with the Wendy's. Baked no, potato. I, I think, um, I'm getting in the taxi cab. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going my several ways. Calling the cab. So here, here's sort of like how I, I feel like, you know, it's what I like about the baked potato <laughs> is, is what I have associ largely associated with it. 
Like I was saying, I worked at the movie theater. Yeah. We got the potatoes. That's right. It was regular sour cream. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like even with this, like... As You're much, trying to recapture some kind of magic you, that's impossible to bottle up and capture again. Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the theater's not there anymore. The sour cream isn't there anymore. Yeah, things the have, Wendy's is still there. Things have changed. You could they're still slinging potatoes. Right. Yeah. If but, you know, you yeah, you're trying to. You can't. I think you long to go back to certain things and do certain things. Or if you've ever taken a trip and you've done something fun, you're like, let's go do that again. Yeah. But it's not going to be the the same the same thing. Have we ever revisited a food on the podcast that? Was as good as we remembered it, because I I feel like this movie may be illustrating I, a point. I purchased Tombstone Pizzas since okay. we had that episode. Okay, so maybe we did resurrect Tombstone Pizzas, pun intended. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but otherwise, I feel like a lot of our revisits have kind of broken this way, where it's like, oh, pizza rolls weren't these great <laughs> for you? And I feel like since I haven't had them since that conversation because it was almost like having a second yeah. perspective that was not my perspective, yeah. like really opened my eyes to like, like you kind of cleared the fog. And I was like, oh, <laughs> wait a second. Maybe these aren't good. Because yeah. I was, you could ask me that, you know, a week before we did that. And I would have said pizza rolls are great. Yeah. What about Hungry Man? <laughs> Hungry Man. Well, see, I, that was not a nostalgic revisiting for me. I yeah, don't no, think that, that was, was not something. But I feel like most of the things we're going back to. Nerds. It's not as good as, you know, maybe right. there's, there's some life lessons from this podcast is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, the no. past lives are also interested in as a yeah. movie is like, is like how the romance of remembering vers- versus like the reality. And I think the movie has some very thoughtful things to say about that. And yeah. I think is really appreciative of, of the romance, right, yeah. you know, the romance of just remembering something or the romance of ho- hoping for something or the ro- like... There is something very beautiful and romantic about that, that you don't right. have to, it isn't one, it doesn't have to be one or the other. It doesn't right. have to be, this is, this is, right. you know, my life versus this is something I can never have again. It can, you can just kind of appreciate something for, for, you know, what it yeah. was. And that's still a, a win for like a victory for you right, yeah. and something. And you, you want every, to. I thought this was another great thing about the movie. You want, I mean, we already mentioned the performance is a great, but you want everything for, Hey, Sung and Nora. Oh, let me say, let me say this. I don't think I did. This was the other big trick about the trailer for me, because yeah. like I said, the trailer makes to me and maybe I'm misremembering the trailer. Maybe I just filed it away in a certain way. And everything I've said is completely wrong because I didn't rewatch the trailer before this <laughs> podcast or before watching the movie. But um, I was led to believe and maybe again, this is me coming at it with the conventions of the romantic comedy or indie romance drop like genre i filed it away as like this is a movie where nora and her husband arthur are the established couple and then this kind of interloper enters the scene and we need to he's kind of mysterious we need to figure out what's going on here and that is not the movie um to the but to an extreme it is not the movie i didn't really get a chance to talk about arthur and i i said a minute ago that i I didn't really care for or not that i didn't care for but I, i have more questions about arthur yeah because, in fact, I would say the opposite is true. Like you just said, and you reminded me of it, the movie puts you squarely in Sung's side of this, of this equation. Amazing. It's like you, you're rooting for him so much. It's almost like he's the main character. And I guess he's 50, maybe a 50-50 main characters with, yeah. with uh, Nora. But like you want him to be happy, like yeah. I, at least as I'm watching the movie, I'm like deeply. I'm like, yeah. oh, man, I hope I hope this works out for you. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, I, I'm so rooting for you. He has a great. This is I'm gonna champion yeah, yeah. one Haesung moment. And my favorite is when he, they're back and they're doing the New York touristy stuff. Yeah, and she's like takes a picture of him, or he's talking about the girlfriend he used to have, or they're talking about them as a, this weird possibility or something, and he's like, I'm I'm not that impressive. Remember that? Yeah, like he's, he's just very, like he's very so humble. undersell. Because like, I think you should in, do something in his life in Korea. I think he feels very like kind of. I'm not doing anything exciting. You're yeah. a playwright. You're this is like New yeah. York. This is exciting. Right, right. Uh, he feels like on the lower end of the pyramid yeah. in his world. Yeah. Right, as opposed to yeah. you know what she's Big. doing is is maybe yeah. interesting and exciting. But I guess my so, point is that. I was I had pretty much zero sympathy for Arthur, which maybe is necessary for the movie because it 
it makes anything possible at the end. And for the movie to maintain its drama, any, anything needs to be possible. You need to not be sure what's going to happen. Here. Right. Because if you're so confident that Arthur and Nora have a have a a extremely tight, unbreakable bond, then the movie, the ending is predictable because right. you you don't believe that anything could happen between Arthur and Nora. But the movie really plants you in Sung's perspective, and then to the point where you, like. Arthur almost seems like the villain, even though he's done nothing wrong. He's just right. like this guy who's also there. <laughs> but to, anyway, I think that's no, you're, that's why I'm kind of like, I think the way they present Arthur is a little confusing because there are moments where he seems like, yes, he's being very generous and he just wants to help out his, his wife. He just wants to help Nora like kind of see this thing through from her past and he just right. wants to be supportive. And by all accounts, he seems to have been a very supportive right. husband to date and <laughs> he seems to be very you know invested yeah. and engaged and but then there are other moments where he seems like he's being very awkward to the point of being mean to hey sung and i'm like these are these are like two very distinct personalities that right. i'm not sure but i guess I, I guess i appreciate that all those feelings could be swirling inside of him like i want right. to be supporting my wife but i'm also very suspicious yeah, of this come on. dude who showed up yeah and i put a little of but that there are moments Nora. that i thought were like way too weird i was like ooh, you seem like this is beyond just like a little uncomfortable like yeah. this is like i don't i don't well, when know when he asks Nora he flat out back and forth he's a little like too much. so you gonna you like this guy still she's like i don't know like what do you? What? <laughs> I would have lost it on Nora. I mean, like, yeah. you kidding me? You're I not guess going. I just felt some of his beats were like a little too. Yeah. Like, if you're trying to seem supportive here, Arthur, like you, no. you waited a little too long to answer right, yeah. that question or to do that right. or whatever. But I think you're. But I maybe agree. maybe I'm talking myself into realizing that. Yeah. In that kind of awkwardness is the two sides of the coin of Arthur, which is I want to right. be supportive and but I also. Have a lot of <laughs> misgivings right. about this whole thing. Yeah, I, I think know. he was just he he did just enough. He seemed like I, a background character almost, but then one that kind of right, appeared yeah. in in with yeah. multiple faces, which maybe was a little disjointed to me. But again, maybe that's playing towards something yeah. effective. I don't know. I don't know. You you I I. But I love that hey song. I love that hey song. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't think about Arthur when you're watching this. Think <laughs> about hey song. Right. Yeah. So here's like we keep having this conversation about like supporting actors. So I think if hey song got recognized, it would be, even though he feels like the co-star kind of, he would be probably a supporting role. Oh, interesting. He yeah. Would fit into that, and um, I feel like just such a. Reserve. We're like we're talking about Jamie Fox and Slick Charles, who's yeah. so flashy, and Ryan Gosling is can very is over the top. top. Yeah, yeah, very over you, the top. You need to see poor things because Mark Ruffalo is just terrific. And um, those would are you say all, that's another over the top performance? Yeah, oh my okay. gosh, so those are is, three like so they're so showy. This reminds yeah. me of where we have like a Lily Gladstone getting recognition as uh, in um, something more understated. Right, yeah. yeah, and you just but done so well, sure. And right. um, so just a shout out to supporting actors everywhere, supporting actors all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like we ended up talking more about them than I mean, I think nor I would not be shocked, and I would if I was nominating folks, uh, Greta Lee, who plays Nora, I'd be I like, mean, original screenplay is that like I think it will get a predictable I, nomination, I think it's a predictable nomination, yeah, right? Um but I don't know if it's like a no. Is it a winner? Sure, sure so. thing. No, no. Um, it could get a best picture nomination now that they do ten of them, nine or ten of them. So sure, yeah. I'll, I'll predict that. I'll predict a best picture nomination for Celine okay. Song and okay. best original screenplay. While I'm at it, oh, just just hand them out. <laughs> I'm gonna you? throw it. I'm gonna throw it out there. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. hey, sorry, hey, Song. Uh, I can't predict you. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it for uh, potato with chives, past lives. We tried a lot of mustard on this episode. <laughs> we tried our best. <laughs> um, follow us on Instagram. Post a comment. Find us there. Follow us. Uh, stay tuned for more on that yeah. platform. Uh, catch us next week. See ya.